0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Now you guys, what? That Pakistani weird accent, again going to speak here. Actually, yes. I'm here. And I'm thankful to the Lord for this time. For this opportunity. After two years, I'm going to speak. Last time I spoke in the in a Thai church in Thailand in July 2014 and God gave me this opportunity today again and I'm a little nervous, didn't practice for a long time but I'm going to try my best. So, well, so many of you know me as your pastor told you all the way from Pakistan, then Thailand, then Atlanta, Georgia, Topeka, Kansas, and here. And, you know, guys, many of you know that why I moved here and how, you know. I I moved here to sell the perfume in the Battlefield Mall. (laughs) I have a shop there, so I'm the manager over there to sell the perfumes. Uh, Our top seller, you know, guys. What is that? Hunter, there you go. You know that, you know. (laughs) So you remember. So... Praise God. How many of you are sleepy? I mean, sleepy. If you're sleepy, then how you can show your hand, man? I mean, how many of you are hungry? Good. I'm thankful to the Lord. I'm thankful to the Lord that I am among the sleepy and hungry people. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, very active and good people like the people of God. It's it's a great privilege for me. Really, it's a great privilege. You know, when God saved me, every person have a blessing. You know, God has given a talent to every believer. So, I, I know that. And I feel that God gave me the talent to, you know, to speak His word. So, that's I was used to do in Pakistan. You know, so, well... Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I come before you for this time, for this opportunity you have given me. Thank you for everybody who is in your presence, Lord. Lord, I surrender to the Holy Spirit. Take me and use me. Bless my lips that I can speak out your word boldly what you have in my heart Lord and bless the every ear here who gonna speak, who gonna listen your word Lord this word will stay and dwell in their lives and they be blessed for themselves and for many others in Jesus name I pray Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm I'm a I grew up in Pentecostal, you know, church and I'm going to say again and again hallelujah. You know how they speak, you know? So I'm used to for that. Hallelujah. Yes, praise God. So it's not a bad word you can say that too. <laughs> well, I I was when I got opportunity to speak, when Pastor Tom said, you can, you know, whenever you're ready, tell me, you can give us the Bible study. And I was like, yeah, I want to. But I was struggling, you know, some emotional matters in my life. And I was thinking there were three, four topics in my mind was, you know, there was circulating in my mind. And man, what you going to share? And I was praying, Lord, give me the word. Give me the word. And... Last week, like in the same week, in the beginning of this week, I was uh, I was you know sorting out my books from the box. I was getting them out, and I got some papers, and that's the word I spoke in the Thailand in a hotel as a guest speaker. You know the topic what I'm going to speak today. And when I saw that, and I was like, yes, I think that's the word. And I prayed and I satisfied. Yeah, that's the word. You know. God gave me. So it's it's about how to pull down the strongholds of enemy in our lives. So that's that's the topic for today. You know, when Jesus was crucified, he was on the cross in the center of thieves. God wants his son. God always wants his son in the center and the Lord says, where two or three gather together in my name, there I am in the midst. Amen. And in the book of Revelation, you see John, say, John, the apostle John heard the voice of triumph. And he turned back. And what he saw? He saw the Lamb of God in the midst of the throne. Hallelujah. God wants His Son always in the center. God wants His Son in our midst today and he is here praise god so there are so many pages guys i will try to go through fast <laughs> well his son is the focus not the hunter i mean not the man you know his son is focused not the man but all together lovely one and his name is jesus Jesus is the focus today, not the man. Jesus is the focus of a believer's life, not a man, not any apostle, not any, you know, big pastors, no one, but only the Jesus. Because He's our Savior. Well, it's, how, it's, 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 isn't this amazing thing, like God has sent His Son To save us it's a great secret so many people doesn't understand even we didn't understand before we saved and that's a God's grace he has given us and we understand and we believe in him and we walk in him now let's go to the a topic the book of second Corinthians Chapter ten, verse three to five. <clears throat> you ready, guys? Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three to five. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Amen. It is not for no reason that Jesus was crucified on the place, place called Skull. It is not for no reason. There is a big reason. And where is the Skull? It's down here. Here is the Skull. And Jesus was crucified on the Skull. And there was a purpose to show us there was a great war when Jesus was hanging on the cross. There was a great war over there. It was a great warfare. And it is to show us that skull is right here and there is a great warfare is going on in here. Amen? As a believer, as a God's people, we are actually in the war. We are in the warfare, you know, it's not a worldly war where we can use weapons with guns or swords or something like that. It's a spiritual warfare where we cannot see our enemy, we cannot see the, any, any weapon he is using against us. It's just, it's totally unseen, intangible. We cannot see where the burning arrow are coming from. We are just like, how to say, it's, it's pretty crazy. We are in the war, but we cannot see our enemy. How we can fight this war, how we can wrestle this war. It's, it's pretty hard. It's, it's pretty hard to understand. There are so many people, they don't see the struggle they are going through. You know why? I'll tell you because they are dead. They don't understand what they're going through, you know. If you are a hunter, it's not that hunter, it's a real hunter. Yeah. If you are a hunter and you go for hunting and you, you have a rifle and you shoot on some birds very fast. And there are many birds and some are flew away and some are dead and some are wounded. So you cannot do anything with those that flew away. And there they're left only dead and wounded. So which one you will go first? Which one you will go first? Anybody? The wounded. Why? Because there is a life. Because there is a life. I say there is a life. Why? Devil is after you? Why? Because there is a life. It is a sure sign that you are in the war. It is a sure sign that you are born again. There is a life. The life of Christ have in you. There is a life. That's why devil is after you. Those are dead. Devil is, he's is just chilling on them, you know. He's just chilling. Yeah, they are dead. Don't worry. Don't need to put effort on that. You know. He's after you. He's after me. He's after every believer. Because there is a life and he want to kill us that's his purpose when we listen about the warfare our mind goes to the machine guns and you know nuclear powers and all that but it's not the worldly warfare it's the unseen warfare how how we can wrestle this warfare how we can how we can fight this unseen war if the war is physical we can we can We can have anything like, you know, like sword or gun to fight, you know. But if it is not unseen, if it is not physical, if it is unseen, so what we have to have, we have to have the unseen weapons to fight with the unseen enemies. Let's see the verse... The same scriptures, chapter 10 verse 4. For the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down the strongholds. Amen? Our, ma- our weapons are mighty. Our weapons are not any carnal, not the guns and machine guns or whatever. Our weapons are mighty in the God for pulling down the strongholds of enemy. Hallelujah. Our weapons are Mighty from God. Praise God. That's that's really amazing. Like God, if we are in that war, we cannot see anything. Our weapons are bigger than them. But there is a need to realize that. There is a need to know that. There is a need to have them. How we can have them. It's a long time ago when the people of God, they were thinking like, the warfare is outside, somewhere in the heavenly places, but there is no there is no warfare right there in the heavenly places. The warfare is in here, in our mind. Everything is going on here. It's inside. It's not outside. Even the scripture says, "We wrestle against the principalities and powers in the heavenly places," but the wrestle doesn't happen in the heavenly places. Let's read the chapter, uh, verse 5. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now put all together, put all everything together. What comes in mind? So everything is right here. Why, why, why? Paul is saying like, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Why he's talking about the thoughts? Where, where are the thoughts? Thoughts are here. So that's why Paul is saying like, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of God. So the war is going on in our mind. It's clear. It's really clear. God wants to bring every thought to the into the captivity to the obedience of God that's that's clear that's totally clear you have strongholds in your mind people have strongholds in their minds it's all about minds let's see the new generation of iPod and iPad and what else you know you do not have five minutes to talk to your kids you know they're busy to texting on Facebook, WhatsApp, Viber, Dingtone, iTone, you know, I don't know. There are so many Snapchat and all that. I, I talk, you talk, we talk, they talk. I don't know what kind of talk. They are really they are busy. You do not have time to talk to them, you know. Even in the church, many times when you when the pastor is speaking, at so many people. What? 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 They just you know they just passing on everything. They just do not listen, you know. Even i myself i think a week before on sunday i was getting a text again and again and again you know and i was i was helpless to reply that you know we are in this generation you know we we are so focused on materialistic things on media on socialism and all that you know it's it's this is this is kind of strongholds we, we, we are stuck in that kind of, you know, that life. Life is so active, so busy in this era. We are just like, we, we, we cannot focus. People are so depressed. People are so stuck. They are struggling in their minds. You know? It's a big part of socialism and all that, you know, these media's phone, iPad, everything like that, you know? There is a big part of that too, you know. We we are just focusing on that, but not the on not on the word of God. I like Greg. I think his name is Greg. He do not have Facebook. He do not have all that things, you know. He told me even he don't he have a phone, but he don't answer. He 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 doesn't text, you know. He he called me. He said oh, that day we're gonna go for the dinner, and I called him and he didn't pick up. He didn't answer. So man, I'm hungry. Answer it, you know. I didn't need anything, and I'm at, I'm texting, and I texted him two times, and he didn't answer. And I was like, man, what are he cooking? <laughs> you know, he's not answering. But it like it's good to have you know connect with the whole world, but not too much. That's not our focus. Our focus is the word of God. Our focus is not the you know Facebook and all that. You know. I have two Facebook pages I have it and I'm sorry for that (laughs) but there is a reason the one the one is the official of everyone pastor Tom do not have that and that's good you have a great responsibility so it's good not to have it when I was in Thailand and people were the Muslim people start sending me requests on the Facebook, and I was like very you know I was, man i don 't know these people, and they're sending me friend requests and I make a new page, I set up a new page, and I went over there, and I start adding them over there they're sending me you know so all my family and where I am and what i 'm doing it's on other facebook and that's another Facebook. And I was thinking, and I don't know those people and they're sending me. And that page is like, nothing. You know, I don't know There's someone was, you know, trying to get me where he is, what he's doing. I don't know what was that. But that was the reason. I have a two Facebook pages. But it's still like, I'm stuck. I have to check notification on both of them. But these days, I'm thinking to, you know, deactivate one and just to have one and have that's another topic. <laughs> Let's come back. <laughs> Help. What next? Who? And it's, it's good to raise our children to sit down and study quiet. That's the Bible says. Study to be quiet. How many wonder God's God is quiet? god speak in in the still small voice there is a rhythm about god's movement there is a rhythm a rhythm of grace everything is in the rhythm you know his voice his movements this is whole world whole nature if you if you focus on the nature if you observe this is on the rhythm you know rain has rhythm you know moon stars this word. Everything has a rhythm. Even your breath, and that's in the rhythm. Even you walk, that's in the rhythm. Everything in the rhythm. God is musical. Isn't He? It it is awesome. You know, everything in the rhythm. And that rhythm is the rhythm of grace. Hallelujah. Well, what next? Let me see. Well let's go to the Galatians chapter five, nineteen and 20, one, 19, 20 and 21 where is galatians Chapter 5, 19, 20 and 21. So, what are the strongholds? We are going to read what are the strongholds. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish, ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. These, these are the strongholds, roots of every stronghold in our mind, in our brain. You know, now we are in the war and how we can break down all these strongholds, how we can break down by using the authority of the Jesus name in our life. That's the first thing by using the authority of Jesus name to bind and take authority over the activity of enemy. Another thing, intercession. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all preservance and supplication for all saints. Amen. By intercession we can break down all the strongholds by resistance James 4 7 it says therefore submit yourself to God resist the devil and he will free from you hallelujah by submitting ourselves to God and resisting the devil that's the another thing that's another weapon we can we can pull down the stronghold Fortification. Clothing yourself with the armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 14 to 17. It says, Stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having showed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance And supplication for all the saints. Amen. By putting on all the armor of God. We can pull down the strongholds of the devil. Hallelujah. Now what the helmet of salvation is. The helmet of salvation is the hope of salvation. And the who is our hope of salvation? That is Jesus. Hallelujah. That Jesus is our helmet. He is our hope of salvation. He is our salvation. What is actually the helmet is? The soldier's helmet was a single piece of iron to fit his head. The soldiers wouldn't dare enter into the battle without helmet. Spiritually speaking, our head represents that... In them, our minds, we know that the mind is the better place. So it is to protect our head. Uh, if we put the helmet on our head, if we put the Jesus on our head, if we bring all the thoughts into the captivity to the obedience of God, so we can protect our head, we can protect our mind, we can protect our thoughts, We can control, we can pull down the strongholds of the devil. Another thing is the breastplate of righteousness. The soldier's breastplate provided of covering over each shoulder and sides of the chest is the most beautiful part of the armor because it's bronze or iron scales Reflects the sun as the shoulder as the soldier moves about. It's heavy though. It's it's usually like forty pounds or more. But it's worth. It's cover the heart and vital organs. And spiritually it covers our heart from the accusation of the enemy. The next one is And the righteousness is the gift of God. The next one is shoes of peace. It says the soldier's feet were outfitted with the sandals made up of the thick leather, sole and various straps that wrapped up to his ankles. The shoes served a very important purpose to keep the soldier's wall well planted white, while he is marching or standing in unstable soul. Our spiritual shoes of peace provide us with the ability to face rough and unknown situations, knowing we won't slip from the positions. Our spiritual shoes of peace helps us in our troubles. When we have no hope, when we feel very alone, so those shoes helps us to stay firmly in Christ. Hallelujah. the shield of faith, it says the soldier's shield was a sizable article about four feet tall and two and a half feet wide put together by pieces of curved wood. It was designed to protect the soldier's entire body from danger that might accost from and direction. And Paul instructs that only thing that will block and extinguish flaming arrows of enemy is made with, made of faith. Having girded your waist with truth and truth will set you free and all the pieces Are the gospel pieces. These all the pieces. All the armor of God. Are the gospel pieces. And you are here not for no reason. You are here tonight for the purpose. You heard this word. You take this word in your lives. To pull down the strongholds of enemy. From your life from your friend, from your family, from your city, and from this country. We just underestimate the power of our salvation. We are underestimate the power and the authority of the Jesus' name. Our prayer can change the situation. As we were talking about that brother... And I was there on Saturday prayer and fast, you know, breakfast meeting, and he shared that night. That, and I I felt that I also prayed for him, and we we had faith that God will do that, and God will restore all that problems. And now we have a good news. Hallelujah! We we can do. God has given us authority from the heaven. We have the power. We have the power of prayer, which can change the situation. We have the power to pull down the strongholds of the devil. We just need to put all those armors. And we walk in faith. And we can do that. Praise God. Let's pray. Most compassionate Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you made for us. Thank you for your word you put in my heart. Thank you for everyone who is here, Lord. Thank you to bring them here. You are amazing, God. Thank you for your love. And we love you, God. Lord, I need the wisdom for me and for everyone here. We all are struggling. We all are struggling with something in our mind, in our lives, Lord. We come before you, Lord. You are our Father. Bless us that we can put up all the armor of you, Lord. So we can fight the unseen war, Lord you have given us authority bless us encourage us to use that to pull down the strongholds of enemy lord i want your spirit in springfield i want you to bless the people in this church and prepare them to use them and to send them out of the church to reach Those souls are still lost, Lord. Lord, we understand being a believer, being a saved is not only coming to the church, playing instrument, singing or listening the word. It's more than that, Lord. Lord, I need the fire of the Holy Spirit in this church. The consuming fire of the Holy Spirit. Lord, raise the people with the purpose, with the plan, and send them out. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope it wasn't bad. Thank you, Akash.